Hello, hello, everybody. This is your girl, Shauna, with Love Nation and the How I Love Me series. I am still in like vacation mode. Um, we just got back from a very, very, very nice um, Valentine's Day retreat. And we're gone for maybe four or five days or maybe three. To, I don't know. But it was it was a couple of days. But anyway, um, God has just been giving me a couple of things that I really, really, really wanted to share. That's been on my heart. Something that I've seen, especially around Valentine's Day, I think that a lot of people set themselves up with the expectation of the holiday, um, the balloons, the candy, the candles, the the little stuffed animals, the roses, the the romance, the the uh, romantic candlelight dinner, or all these extravagant things, and when those expectations are not met, some people feel um, let down and disappointed and um, frustrated maybe with their spouses or boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other. And the truth of the matter is, is that Valentine's day is not even about all of that. Valentine's day is strictly with the signification of St. Valentine, who was a missionary that was sharing the love of Jesus Christ And he was martyred. He was killed for passing the love message of Jesus Christ. And so the world has a tendency to always change around the the good deeds of what the mission of Christ was or is or different things like that. And this is one of those situations. And as I was, you know, just preparing for my getaway or getting ready to leave with um, my husband and some cousins, um, a lot of things were just placed in my heart, in my mind. One of our children, my 17 year old said, I really wish that I had a boyfriend right now so that we could go out on a date. And I kind of ignored the statement at first, but then I heard another one of my daughters say, man, it it really sucks to be lonely or to be single on Valentine's Day. And then I heard a third child. I think it was my oldest son. Like, man, I need a girl. I need a girlfriend. And, um, And then I turned to them and I said, well, why are you setting yourself up for you know, like it's going to be a horrible day when Valentine's Day comes because other people y'all know may have relationships and different things like that. And you guys are single. And uh, so therefore you're thinking as though the day will not go good. You're setting yourself up. And um, another one of my kids, mind you, I have seven kids. So when I keep saying another one of my kids, another one of my kids. Okay, so um, they were like, well, you know what? Let's do a siblings day. And I had this warm feeling in my heart. I said, man, that's a, that's an awesome idea. You guys should have a siblings day. And so some of the girls were thinking like, well, let's go out. And then the guys were saying, well, let's go out like separately. And so I, me and my husband suggested, why don't y'all do something together? Um, 
because you know we won't be here and a majority of the time for valentine's day I'm, i do stuff for everybody in the house you know um i i will celebrate family i celebrate love you know what i mean and not just with um my children in my household in the past i've done things well love nation is a organization just FYI, in case this is your first time listening, Love Nation actually stands for Ladies of Virtuous Empowerment. So I have had the opportunity and a great privilege to uh, mentor teen girls and young adults for the past seven to eight years. <clears throat> and um, the the season of Valentine or the, the love season or the month of February is a day that we normally go all out. So we would have banquets in this month. We would have kickbacks, get togethers, all in the name of Jesus and, and, and empower each other and share love and have gifts and a good time. If anybody knows me, anybody listens to, I like to have a good time. I'm not a religious person, but I know that, that, um, having a good time in, in, in the Lord is so needed and it's so refreshing. So, um, so, you know, around this time, uh, this year, I did not do it. It's actually my first year not doing it due to COVID and um, and also a time of reflection. You know, I was like, well, maybe I should do something online or maybe I should do this and maybe I should do that. And all these thoughts and things were coming to me. But God just kind of said, no, no, I need you to reflect. I need you to sit back. I need you to take in. I need you to absorb because you're constantly pouring out. And I received that. And in the midst of receiving that, these are some of the things that I'm going to share with you in this podcast, um, what he was revealing to me and what he was talking to me about. Um, Again, with, you know, just going back with the the holiday and everything. I I looked on Facebook and Instagram and saw a couple of people um, making their new traditions, uh, taking their girlfriends out and having like a, a girlfriend's day for Valentine's Day or their kids and different things. And um, it all looked beautiful. It all looked beautiful. And then on the flip side of that, um, I've seen a lot of younger females, maybe between the ages of, uh, maybe 17, 16 to 24 post pictures with them in hotel rooms in lingerie with flowers, balloons, um, you know, got their sexy poses on and, um, just insinuating, um, sex, you know, and, um, what the, what the night was about to be about, you know, um, I will never talk negative about, uh, something that God gave us, which is, you know, the gift of, of making love and the gift of sex. And, um, but I have to be very honest with you. I think this day, uh, Valentine's season or the love season only signifies that. So instead of just thinking about love, people are infatuated with lust. People are also infatuated with what they don't have. So, uh, you know, it, it, 
the song Mary J. Blige, real love, I'm searching for a real love. That came to my mind too. Like there's many people out there searching just for that one night, that one evening, you know what I'm saying? Not really thinking about something that would be long for longevity, but just for that one evening, just to have a moment of love, you know? And it, it, it's kind of heartbreaking, but it, heartbreaking, but it, it makes me want to empower my listeners and empower anyone that that may be a little lost or feeling a little bit let down. You know, um, I actually talked to a couple of people that said that they, you know, was broken on Valentine's Day and broken because of the expectation of the day or broken because that that loved one that they did have is no longer around for you know various reasons and and the day just created so much pressure so instead of celebrating love we want to reject love we want that that the person or those people wanted to reject love truth of the matter is is that You're looking in the wrong places. People are looking for love in the wrong places. Those that know Christ and that know him in his truthfulness and his realness. And I'm, and again, I'm going to constantly say not the religious form because religion has been so loud lately that it was so disgusting to watch. I'm not a religious person. I am a person that loves, um, um, like the love of Christ. And I try my best to love like the love of Christ. And because he is love, that's the reason why I created this uh, ministry designed to give love, no matter the race, no matter the, the, the social status, no matter the circumstances, no matter the trials and tribulations, the things that you've gone through or the things that you are going through or the things that you put yourself in or the things that have created around you. You know, love is what heals. The word of God says that love conquers all. And I believe that. I believe that to no end. Um, I, I, and, and, and I'm, I'm also speaking from experience too, where the expectations is there and, and blah, blah, blah. So, um, I remember in, in high school, I had, uh, me and my boyfriend were broke up at the time and, and there used to be this, uh, you know, like the school committee would, uh, do certain things for certain holidays. So for Valentine's day, they had a committee that would, um, allow the students in the school to write little love messages or, or uh, little notes and different things and attach them to flowers or candy and different things. And they would be presented to that particular person in class. And they did this to raise money for the school and it was job fun. It was, re- it was really fun. So instead of feeling bad and, and sad, cause I didn't have a Valentine for that, that special day, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna join this committee. And, and so I'm passing flowers around and going to, and plus I wanted to skip class, just, just being honest. I wanted to skip class too. And so I was able to, uh, you know, share the, the, the flowers and the little cards and the gifts to different students throughout the um, school. And, um, it was so much fun just to be able to pass that from one person to another. And it had nothing to do with me. I was just the messenger 
You know what I'm saying? I was just the person that was just handling that package of love. And to see the smile on that person's face was so refreshing. And um, then when I finally got done and everything, I got back to my class and there were roses given to me. Some from my friends that were just like, hey, we love you, girl. You know, sorry about your breakup or whatever. And, um, and, and also from other guys that were trying to get in, you know, trying to move in, slide in, Hey, beautiful and different things like that. And it it was, um, it was rewarding, you know, just to be not focused on myself, focused on others and still receive a blessing in the end that was unexpected even though it seems minor, it seems small, but it meant a lot. It really, really, really meant a lot. Those notes, the flowers, um, just the time, you know. And at the time of me feeling kind of down and out, I, I really wasn't expecting that, but definitely my heart needed it. You understand? So, you know, when I think about, you know, this season and I've, like I said, I've talked to a couple of people who were really broken and down and out during this, this holiday, you know, we got it moving forward. We got to change the way we think we got to change the way we view this life of this social media world or this, uh, this movie clip. We expect our lives to be like these people on TV, like, like Hollywood, and different things like that. And it's just not that way. However, God does want the very best for his children. Jesus Christ does want the very best for his brothers and sisters. And this is this is the thing. Sometimes we don't want that for ourselves. So going back to, you know, what I was seeing on Instagram and Facebook with these young ladies and young guys with, you know, posted up ready to have sex. Being a night full of lust with somebody that is not your husband or your wife could lead to a lifelong era and a lane of disappointment. A one night full of lust can attach to you and ruin you. That's the mirage of lust. You take a taste of it and it can ruin you. It can get you to the point where you have, you either are numb to it or you have a regret of it and you have full of shame and full of guilt and, 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 and regret. It could hurt someone. It can hurt you. And it can also hurt what may come out of it. And what I mean by that is that you may make the mistake of having this lustful night, this lustful moment that no feelings and no love is attached and you can bore a child that's not made in love, but made in lust, which can actually progress to something else like generational curses and 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 hurtful and um disrespect and man the list goes on and on but that is a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time um 
just the truth of the matter is, is that we we tend to look in in all the wrong places. We confuse love with lust and set our set ourselves up. You know, it, it, it comes with, you know, pain and disappointment, rejection, and that it can really, truly inspire, spiral down into something that can attach to ourselves for a lifetime. When the truth of the matter is, is that we want love to be attached to us. Everybody wants love. When you are are created in your mother's womb from the very moment of of a heartbeat or very moment of of yeah the 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 baby's heartbeat that baby needs love and nourishment in order to grow in the mother's womb and sometimes even with you know not not I'm not going to talk about uh too deeply with you know miscarriages and different things like that um but you know sometimes with the mother's broken heart and different things like that, the baby feels that and, and can like absorb that type of, a feeling of heartbreak and a lack of love and a lack of, 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 um, of being, being loved. You know what I mean? And, um, that's also another topic to go on to. But the truth of the matter is, is that we all desire love from the very first heartbeat. That's the way that God created us. And that's the reason why I honestly feel that Christ is love and ex- and shows love. And it was always a true example of love because it's something that we all desire and we all need and we all want But yet the world has shifted it all around to the point that lust is what looks better. So instead of, of, you know, loving ourselves, we will allow ourselves to lay down love for a moment. moment. I'm going to take off this love and I'm going to put on lust just for the feeling of an imitation love. Just for the 5, 10, 30 minutes of an imitation love. Something that imitates what love is supposed to be in your mind and in your heart. Why We have to change our thinking to know to not put down love, but to constantly hold on to love, constantly holding on to what God has given us forever. In Corinthians 13, 13, it says that the greatest of these between hope, joy, peace is love, is love. Love is the greatest one. That is the thing that will cover a multitude of sins. Love is the, is the, is the picker upper of somebody that's feeling down and out when somebody shares that they care and they have empathy and, and love is in their actions. That's what can change the freaking world. I believe that in my heart. I believe that in my mind. You know why? It's because I was shown love. Just being honest, my parents had me at a young age. My mom was 15. My dad was 17, 18, or, you know, maybe it was 16 when she got. Okay, 16 when she had me, 18 when my dad. Yeah, when I was born. So 16 to 18. So anyway, they're young. They're children. You know what I mean? My grandparents had to step in and, and show me love. But it was their teaching that 
that allowed me to hold on to certain nuggets throughout my whole life. Don't get me wrong. I lived a a life full of downward, downward spirals and moments that this thing that I'm talking about was a part of my life where lust versus love was a part of my life. But it's when those moments when you say, you know what? This ain't Shauna. This is not for me. And I want better. And I'm going to get better because guess what? I deserve better. And when I change my thinking, that's when I know whose I am. And that's the the power of overcoming the mistakes that I may have made or that I did make. And it allowed me to love who I was. And just thinking back on, you know, when me and my husband were dating, we got back together, we had broke up and got back together. Those are one of the things that he, he would say is like, you were so powerful because you know who you are, like your confidence. And I've heard other guys say that. And believe me, I'm not bragging on myself, but it was the people around me, my grandparents, my cheerleading coach. Um, There was a lady at my high school called, oh gosh, Miss Bryant, I think. That was her name, Miss Miss Bratton. Her name was Miss Bratton at Mount Vernon High School in Alexandria, Virginia. And she would pull me into her office and just empower me. Empower me with different things. You you gotta overcome this. You're great. You you gotta win this. You gotta you gotta graduate. And and if anybody knows my story, I'll share my story some other time, but high school I got kicked out of high school I got expelled from high school I was doing bad okay but Miss Bratton was one that took the time to say you are loved don't allow your circumstances and your situation to pull you down you are loved and I will forever remember her words I will forever remember my grandmother's words and my grandfather's words and guess what I live by that and now it's to the point where I Knowing Christ now, I want to share, like incorporate those words of empowerment and those words that that help to change my life and sculpt who I am today. Apply that to 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 the love of Christ because it makes sense and they connect. And I'm sharing that and I want to share it with the world. So on the beauty side of of, of the Valentine's Day. Um, um, uh, what is it called? Holiday <laughs> on the flip side of it. Um, I did pray for those young ladies that, you know, were out there and, and, you know, showing themselves and, and sad to say, I have seen some of those, those females and guys, they already have children by other females that they're not with now. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, baby daddy drama, baby mama drama. Um, and it's like just for a night, you're ready to risk that all over again. It, it comes a time when you have to change your thinking and, and, and it comes a time when you have to love yourself more than you've been doing. Love yourself to respect yourself. Love yourself enough to know your worth. Because if the Bible says that your worth, a, a Proverbs 31 woman, her worth is far above rubies. Why are you settling to be dirt? Dirt. 
dust, a mat, something that people walk on, step their feet on. It's even when you look at the situation with, um, okay, you remember in the Bible where the Pharisees brought the woman who was caught in adultery to um, to Jesus, right? And they're like, stone her. We would stone her. She was caught in adultery. This this woman should be killed, basically, right? Never did they bring the guy. Maybe the guy was in the crowd with them. We don't know. I don't know that. But anyway, the Pharisees, who are the religious people, are saying, condemn her, stone her, right? Jesus is not paying attention to them. And well, he's paying attention to them, but he's taking his time and he's writing in the stone. What he is writing to me, I feel like it may be the new commandments. It may be something that that is um, to be kept forevermore. You know what I'm saying? Something that changes that that mindset of the religious thinking and and now shows the love of grace, the the moment of grace and the moment of mercy given and how no matter what somebody is doing, your life can change. So anyway, Jesus stands up. They're like, Rabbi, you know, are you listening? This is what the, this woman did. And, he, and Jesus stands up and he say, he who is without sin cast the first stone. So they start to drop their stones one by one and walk away because guess what? They all have fallen short. They all have been caught up in lust. They all have done something that's wrong, including the Pharisees. So they cannot sit up there and throw stones at somebody for making a mistake. But the thing about this story that I love the most is that when Jesus took the time to look into this woman's eyes and say, go and sin no more. Her life changed instantly. And you know why her life changed instantly? Because she looked in the face of love. When I think about this woman, I think about how she, we don't know about her past. We don't know if she might've been um, born from a mother who didn't care or a father who didn't care about her or was she molested or was she just hurt? Did her husband leave her or did she, was she beaten or abused or forgotten about? We don't know why she was a woman, a harlot. We don't know why she developed into being a harlot, but she was in a space in her life where she did not know her worth, where she did not care about her worth. And she's allowing some stranger to have sex with her and not even think twice about it. But it's when she looked in the face of love is where she found her worth and where she didn't want to live that life any longer and when you read that part in the bible her life instantly changed she changed for the better she changed for the better she also was sharing the love of jesus christ with others she joined the mission you know and and this is how i feel about the thing no matter what we have done even as close as yesterday or you might have done it even this morning or or just five minutes before listening to this recording Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. There is nothing in this world that you can do that can take the love of Christ off of your life. He died for us and he died for us also to know how much he loved us. 
So no matter how far we go into our, our lives of sin, whether you are a, co- a compulsive liar or you're a compulsive cheater or whatever the case may be, God's grace and God's love can reach that. But it's when we change and we realize the areas that we need to change and we want to change change is when we're connected to him that gives us the strength to be able to do so. So those young ladies that I that I seen and those young men that I seen and I also seen some men like F Valentine's Day, you know, it ain't nothing special. And I'm like, man, these people are so lost because they don't know what this 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 day is really about. And I love this day. I love the the celebration of Valentine's. And it's not because I'm happily married. It's not just because I am happily married. And don't get me wrong. There have been times of Valentine's Day that my husband might have got got me a card. And that's it. But I'm mad for the rest of the evening because he got me a card. But when I look back on those days, we've been married for 20 years. But when I look back on those days, it's like, Maybe that's all that he could afford. Or maybe that was what was in his heart. He wanted to write down his love for me. So I don't get into all the gifts and the things and stuff like that nowadays. Because the gifts will all perish away. Or they will lay there and get dusty. It's the actions that, that mean more to me. It's the words that you say and how you treat me that means more to me. And so I hope that whomever may be listening to this um, will change the way you think. Allow, you know, today going forward to be uh, uh, an awakening, you know, be empowered to be awakened. Everyone wants love. Everyone wants love. Our bodies, our souls, our minds, and our hearts all need and desire love. So the, 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 the change of it all is being empowered and awakened to be love, not to be bitter. And when you recognize what love really is, it allows you to be able to celebrate it because guess what? You feel it in the inside and you want to share that on the outside. Sometimes it may be rejected that because the world we live in is, is real crazy. People are just on edge. People are evil. There is, is evil is always present where good is evil is also. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you go to bed at night, you feel happy that, you know what? I shared love regardless because I am happy to share love and nothing can break that inside of me. So you know, just back on, uh, you know, watching things on, on Facebook and, and, um, on Instagram and, you know, I just watching a couple of people's stuff and liking things here and there. There was, you know, a friend of mine, um, who, who had a bad breakup and different things like that, but she, instead of being sad and down and out on Valentine's day via Facebook, I'm not in her household, but just from what it looked like on the outside was she celebrated this day of love with her family, with her children. 
She gave love to the ones that she loved. And guess what? Her kids in return gave that to her. They showered her with gifts. They showered her with a, a good dinner and, and, you know, these edible arrangements and candies and bears and flowers and, and everything. And I'm like, oh, that is, it was just so, 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 so sweet. And I started to see it in other people's, um, um, timeline, you know, throughout my timeline, a lot of my friends that, you know, I know personally, so I know what they're going through personally, but to see that love was what was shown. It wasn't lust. It wasn't um, uh, sadness and bitterness and brokenness. And and I wish I could have, should have, would have, it wasn't none of that. It was, I'm going to live in this moment and I'm going to celebrate this moment. I'm going to be excited about this moment because I am love and I operate in love. And so I'm going to give love and guess what happened? They got love in return and that's going to forever be with them in a positive way. That is starting something that is contagious in their household where their children will forever remember that mom and dad, they showed us love or either mom showed us love or either just dad showed us love. They're going to always remember that and hold on to that. And that's a moment that love has conquered the badness. That is a moment that, you know, when, like I said earlier, love conquers all. Love conquers all and it can change your whole life. It changed the direction of your life for the better. So why not embrace something that will, 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 uh, make you a better person. Why not embrace something that was naturally given to us while we were formed in our womb before time love was given to us. And guess what? God said that he will never, ever, ever take these promises away from us, which is love. Love is one of those things. But it's when we lay down love, when we lie, ah, we don't need love and we pick up lust. That's when all hell breaks loose. And I know that there is a, somebody listening to this podcast that can relate. Man, there was a time that I laid down love because I thought that I wanted love and love looked at like, but actually it wasn't love. It was actually lust. And I picked that up and I regret it for the rest of my life. Me and my husband have conversations. We, you know, all the time. And there's so many times that my husband be like, I wish I never. And there's times me too. I wish I never. However, it was love that was able to um, allow us to overcome those situations and, and conquer those situations. And, and I always want to give credit where credit is due because if it was not for the love of Christ, the awakening would have never happened. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, even with my kids, I, I, I do want to share this too. So my kids, what I mentioned earlier, you know, them, them feeling sad and, you know, about being a single and whatever, whatever for the Valentine's day, um, holiday. But what they ended up doing was celebrating each other. So my oldest, uh, took them out. Um, hashtag COVID style, you know, <laughs> can only go but to so many places and do but so much because some, some places are still not operating, you know, in their full capacity. Um, my oldest daughter ended up cooking a good meal for everybody. My 70 year old made, um, 
she made the dessert. So she made these little brownies, these little heart brownies for each other. My my 19 year old, she bought gifts and, and, and gave them to everybody. My 10 year old picked out the movie that they were going to watch. Then um, my 14, my 14 year old, they, they decided to play games. So they played a game that now we will also play as a whole family, you know. Um, but um, love was shared in the household and it and and I believe that they overcame what they were originally seeking and they were seeking something that was falsified you know my son is a very handsome young man he could girls be flocking all the time but he's he's trying to stay focused thank you lord and and when it comes down to that he could have been like oh I just want a girl And that one night could have ruined his whole life. And the same for my daughters. But instead of that, they chose love, which I'm so thankful to God for. And they shared love with each other. And they also shared love with other people. My my 19-year-old got with a couple of her friends, and they all gave gifts on Valentine's Day. So they all share. They're all single. (laughs) But they all share gifts with each other. And, And it was gifts that were very thoughtful you know um the the things that they really really love each one of them really took some thought into giving something from their heart to show that that other friend that they really 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 appreciate them and so my message here today and I'm I'm about to end now is that recognizing love over lust Because there may be a void in your life and there may be something that you really, really, really desire for the moment. Make sure that you're operating in love. Change your thinking. Allow the love of Christ and the love in your heart to be the root of your actions. And when that is the root of your actions, it creates peace on the tail end. When it's lust, Lust, L-U-S-T. When it is lust that is the beginning and the root of your actions, it will hold on to you and rob you of your peace for all, for forevermore. It can rob you of of the God-given gifts that He's given us, and that is peace. Just remember that. Take note of that. I hope you write it down. So today, recognize love. Choose love over lust. And let's make his love contagious. (laughs) You guys be blessed. Um, If you have any questions, you can always email me at lovenationforhim at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, Shauna Russell. And you can get inside of our community page, which is also Love Nation or Ladies of Virtuous Empowerment. And um, and I'll be talking with you soon. Be a blessing to others. And remember, always share love while we're making his love contagious. Peace.